You are tuned in to Awaken Radio with Connie Chapman. To listen to more episodes, go to ConnieChapman.com or subscribe on iTunes. Hi everyone and welcome into today's episode of Awaken Radio. It is really nice to be back here with you again on the podcast and I have another really powerful conversation for you today where we're going to dive into the topic of feminine embodiment and particularly feminine embodiment practices. So I'm going to be sharing with you the key practices that have literally changed and transformed my life. And there are so many beautiful feminine embodiment practices that I use that I love that deeply support and serve me. But I've picked my top eight for this episode today. I've really picked the ones that I tend to use the most regularly that have been the most transformative for me and that are kind of like my go to practices. And so what I want to do today is talk you through them, you know, bring some awareness to these practices if you're not aware of them, if you've never used them before, and really help you understand the benefit of them and just how deeply they've served me and how they can serve and support you as well if you really start to integrate them into your life. And I want to share with you a bit more about why I believe feminine embodiment work and working with these particular practices is so important and necessary for us as women and how it really supports and benefits us and how it's a really key thing we need to work with taking on if we want to create a much deeper connection with our feminine energy, really nurture this part of ourself and really create like deep embodied change. Yeah, not just like surface mindset changes, like actually truly changing on a deep body base level. And so working with these types of practices creates really big, deep shifts and creates a lot of healing and also awakens so much beautiful feminine energy in your body. So I'm really excited to share these with you. And as I'm coming into this episode today, I'm feeling I'm feeling a lot in my heart. Um, just the other day, I hosted the closing ceremony of this round of Divine Femme. And I'm completing this six-month journey that I've been walking with this group of 25 women yeah, over the past six months, guiding them through deep healing, through feminine embodiment work, through deep transformation, and through really reclaiming their power and becoming the version of themselves that they truly desire to be as a woman. And so as we complete this round, I'm now opening up for the next round and enrollments are now open for Divine Femme if you do feel called to walk this journey. And I just want to share with you a few of the key outcomes and results and shifts that some of the women have experienced through this program. Because when I ran the closing ceremony the other day, I invited the women to come on and speak and share what has shifted in themselves and their lives through this program. I want to just quickly talk you through, just share some of their words that they shared that they've really gained from this journey. Here's some of what they said. Deeper self-worth and confidence, feeling more magnetic, feeling grounded and embodied, greater self-expression, new relationship standards that have been set, better quality of relationships and better communication in those relationships, a new ability to speak their wants, needs and desires in a relationship, 
a capacity to hold and alchemize their emotions and what they're feeling, a deep womb connection, connection with the womb space, more life force and energy flowing through their body, more aliveness, no longer seeking externally, such a big one, feeling content and whole in their own energy and not needing to seek externally for love, connection, for approval, putting themselves first, no longer people-pleasing, shifting out of hustle and embracing more rest, feeling balanced between the masculine and feminine energies, feeling safe in their body, feeling safe to be a woman. Oh, when one woman shared this, I was like, yes, that is so beautiful. Better discernment and better boundaries. An expanded capacity to receive. Business is now thriving. Work is thriving. Deeper self-connection. Deeper connection with their inner child. Healing old patterns, conditioning and wounding. And embracing what it means to be a woman. No longer seeing being a woman as a curse or as something negative, but really discovering the power and beauty and magic of it and so much more. And I wanted to share this with you because you can see that Divine Femme is not just about becoming more feminine, although we use the vehicle of feminine embodiment to create transformation. Really, Divine Femme is a deep journey of healing, growth, personal empowerment and transformation. And it's really about growing into the version of yourself as a woman that you truly desire to be and healing everything that's in the way of that. And one of the women on our closing ceremony said something so profound and so beautiful that I want to share with you. She said, I'm so glad that I didn't let the money stop me joining this program. I'm so glad that I saw myself as worthy of investing in, that I saw myself as being worthy of this journey that I saw myself as being worthy of doing this for myself and really investing in myself at this level. And I thought this was so powerful because so many of us get tripped up around the money, the investing, and we'll so easily spend our money on external things, on external items, on our kids, on material items, on doing things. But do we really spend money on ourselves? on investing deeply in our own healing, our own growth, our own expansion, our own transformation, and becoming the version of ourselves that we truly desire to be. And one of the other things, you know, several of the women shared was that, you know, when I asked them to think back to who they were when they entered this program six months ago, they didn't even connect with that version of themselves anymore. They didn't even identify with her. They didn't even feel like her. They didn't even want to think about who they were six months ago. And it was so incredible to see such a transformation in such a short period of time. And I want to ask you what that would be like for you to imagine that, right? If in six months you could feel like a completely different version of yourself, you could feel so liberated of the things that were holding you back and you could feel so much more anchored in your confidence, your magnetism, your worth, your power, your truth, yeah, and your feminine energy. And so if anything about Divine Femme has been resonating with you, if you've been feeling called to this journey, I want to invite you to see yourself as worthy of this, to see yourself as worthy of investing in, to see yourself as worthy of going on this journey of transformation, of being held, coached, guided and supported 
to truly transform on such a deep level to the extent that you don't even recognize who you were six months ago. So if you would love to to walk this journey with me and a beautiful group of women, we're now enrolling for Divine Femme. You can go to ConnieChapman.com slash Divine Femme or go down to the show notes in order to learn more about the program. And if you would like to get a little bit more of a feel for my work, for what I teach, uh, to help you know if Divine Femme is right for you, I have a free training coming up called The Art of Feminine Living. This is running on the 8th of November live, and I would absolutely love to share it with you. I'm going to talk you through in this training the five key steps to becoming an embodied and empowered feminine woman so that you can move through your life with greater ease and flow and confidence and radiance and power and magnetism. So this is a totally free training. It's going to be a really powerful masterclass. Come down to the show notes to get the link to come and secure your spot. And that's especially if you have feeling any type of pull to Divine Femme, but you want to get a little bit more of a feel of what I do to know if this program's right for you come along to that free training, The Art of Feminine Living. I would love to see you in there. All right, so let's get into this episode now. And what I really want to share with you in this episode that I was saying at the start is my top eight feminine embodiment practices. And I really want to talk to you about the practice of feminine embodiment because it absolutely changed my life. And these practices that I continue to work with are so life-changing for me and I just I just wish everyone could know and feel and experience the power of them. And I really first came across feminine embodiment work uh, around eight years ago when I hired a feminine embodiment coach. And this was really the beginning of my journey and one of the things she got me to do in our very first coaching session was she got me to dance on the call. She got she put on music And she got me to dance in front of her on the Zoom call. And she watched me. She watched how I moved my body. And I think she was, you know, just trying to see like how connected I was to my body and how fluidly I was moving and, you know, whether I was in my head. But through working with her, I actually started to take on dance as a daily practice, a daily morning practice. And it was absolutely transformational for me. And rather than all my really heady things I would do in the morning, I would set up this sensual sacred space with a mirror and candles and I would put on lingerie or you can just do it in your underwear and I would burn candles and, um, and play music and I would just dance and move and awaken my sensuality and my radiance and my life force and come into my feminine and it started to awaken this softness, this openness, this nourishment I would feel inside my own body, this self-connection, this power, this magnetism. And from there, you know, I continue to work with dance. I'll talk to you more about that in this episode. Um, and then I've integrated in so many more practices. And yeah, it's really how we create deep shifts in our bodies as women and in our energy and in how we feel. So I want to talk you through why I believe feminine embodiment work is so powerful for us as women. One of the first reasons is because in this, you know, modern day world that we live in, the lives that we live, it is really difficult for a lot of us to actually maintain a connection with our feminine energy. 
Like the lives that we live, the world that we live in doesn't necessarily support a woman to be in her feminine energy. You know, we live in a world that really values productivity and achievement and doing. It's a fast paced life, especially if you live in a city. Um, There's always a million things we're doing. There's so many different areas of our life to show up for. Everyone wants everything yesterday. (laughs) And, you know, this way that we're living really does pull us out of our feminine energy. It pulls us into our heads. It makes us have to be thinking about a million things. It asks us to move really fast through life to keep up. And we get celebrated and validated and acknowledged for how much we do and achieve. So sometimes when we are doing more of the feminine based practices or or ways of being, we're not feeling like that's really a valuable way of being in this society. And, you know, this world that we're living in runs on the 24 hour masculine hormone cycles so like masculine hormones reset every 24 hours testosterone and you know men can be the same all day every day each day they they just show up and they reset whereas women run on a 28 day hormone cycle and we're different at all different stages of the month and so that isn't really how our society is built to honor that and so seeing you know our lives don't really support and uh, help us have a connection with our feminine it's something we often need to actually cultivate quite intentionally and I really see using feminine embodiment practices and rituals as a way for us to consciously and intentionally connect with that part of ourselves and nurture that part of ourselves give to that part of ourselves and help us actually build a relationship with our feminine Because it's not just something that's naturally happening a lot of the time, it does mean sometimes we have to be more intentional about it, especially until we really establish that connection. And that's what having little rituals and practices really allows us to do as a woman. One of the other reasons that feminine embodiment work is so supportive is it allows us to get in charge of our inner experience It allows us to self-source how we're feeling. So rather than looking outside of ourselves constantly, waiting for things to change outside of us for us to feel how we want to feel, you know, feeling good when good things happen, feeling bad when bad things happen, and that's just how it is. Working with practices allows us to get back in charge of what's happening in our bodies and our inner world to shift our inner state, to work through what we're feeling and to use practices to help reconnect us with how we do want to feel. And so when we're using these feminine embodiment practices, we don't have to sit and wait for something outside of us to change, for us to feel loved, nourished, connected, full, happy, connected to our pleasure at ease, relaxed, soft, open, we're in charge of that through the practices that we use to create those shifts in our own body. And so what feminine embodiment work really does is it allows us to access a deep sense of nourishment and fullness and wholeness inside our own bodies. This is the true source of magnetism for us as women, where we no longer walk around feeling empty and scarce and lacking and depleted 
We no longer have to chase and grasp and seek outside of ourselves to get nourishment, to feel full, to feel whole. We cultivate that from within. That is the power of working with feminine embodiment and feminine embodiment practices. It allows us to fill ourselves up, to feel nourished, to get our life force circulating through our bodies, to feel and alchemize and shift the various things that are coming up for us, to access our pleasure, to ignite our radiance, to connect deeply with our body, to turn ourselves on, to feel alive. Right. So working with these practices nourishes our system and creates such a sense of fullness and wholeness from within. And when a woman shows up from that space in her life, she is magnetic. Right. So working with feminine embodiment is really one of the keys to our magnetism. And the other thing that feminine embodiment really allows us to do is create deep embodied shifts rather than just mental shifts. So the reason a lot of women get stuck is they try to create change on a mental level through self-awareness, through mindset work, through changing their thoughts. And that can work on a surface level, but it doesn't create deep embodied change. It doesn't work with the subconscious mind. It doesn't alchemize the energy that's in our system. It doesn't tend to the wounded parts inside of us. And when we use our feminine embodiment practices, we're actually really working through the body to create shifts and changes, to create transformation. And this completely shifts and changes who we're being and how we feel and how we show up in our lives. So I think feminine embodiment really is the portal and the way for a woman to create deep transformation and change um, rather than just doing, you know, a lot of mindset work. So let's get into these practices. I want to talk you through them and help you understand them and really share with you why I'm so passionate about them and just how deeply they've impacted me in my life. Okay, so the first practice is a daily devotional morning practice. And I've been working with a morning practice in my life for, oh my goodness, I would say like 12 to 14 years, like it's been quite a long time that I've had a devotional morning practice, which initially literally began with five minutes of meditation in the morning. And it's gradually evolved and expanded and become more in depth. And now, you know, I can tend to have like about an hour sometimes for my morning practice. And I know that's not realistic for everyone. That's something that at this stage in my life, I have the luxury to do. And I absolutely love carving out that time for myself but even if you don't have that length of time you can still gain so much benefit from this and what a morning practice allows us to do is especially like a feminine morning practice is really connect with our bodies it's our chance at the start of the day to tune into ourselves and check in on what we're feeling what's alive in our body what we're needing And so that's really the foundation of my morning practice. It's really beginning to create that time and space to sit with myself, to close my eyes, to check in on my body, my emotions, my energy, and my needs. And when I'm doing that, I'm checking in on my feminine. I'm bringing awareness and presence to my feminine energy and noticing how it's moving and feeling that day. And then when I ask myself what I need, and I tune into what I need, that then guides what the morning practice looks like that day. So if I don't have much time, if 
I've got commitments on that day, but I feel like I need some nourishment. It might just be like five minutes of, of intuitive movement and dance. It might be a five minute gua sha ritual. It might just be some gentle heart or womb meditation. If I'm can feel like I've got a lot of time and I'm feeling particularly tender that day. I'm feeling tired. I'm feeling like there's a lot moving inside of me. I might need to go through some sort of emotional release work or some felt sense work, really checking in on the sensations that are alive in my body and moving them. Or I might pull together quite a few different things. I might do some gua sha. I might do some breast massage. I might do some womb meditation and then do some stretching and some dance. And then I might add on a workout at the end. So the the real key with creating a devotional morning practice is that it's very tailored to what you actually need. You know, when we apply a mental, linear or masculine approach to a morning practice, it's very rigid. It's like the same every day and we force ourselves to do things because it's what we think we should do. A feminine morning practice is much more tailored to what you actually need, to where you're at in your cycle, to where your energy's at that day, to what you're feeling and to how much time and space and capacity you have. And then you design the practice around that. The intention of it is to actually meet your needs and take care of what you're truly needing. Yeah, so I like to have a whole range of practices that I can draw on. And then I kind of intuitively create this morning practice um, based on what I'm feeling and what I'm needing. But ultimately, the intention of it is to connect with myself is to move some energy through my body, you know, to let my feminine energy move. And it's to soften and open my body. My intention is to get out of my head, to get into my body, to feel and to create a beautiful softness and opening and receptivity and relaxation through my body. So you want to have an intention for the practice and then really let it be guided by what your feminine essence needs. All right. Practice number two is emotional alchemy. This is a this is a deeper practice. This is a practice that can be really used for deep healing, but it's also something I use very regularly. And alchemy means changing form, right? Allowing something to transmute, to alchemize inside of you. And when we're using emotional alchemy, we are transmuting and alchemizing and shifting and moving and processing our emotional energy. So the emotions in our body are energy in motion. And one of the biggest things I see with women that women struggle with is actually feeling their emotions, is being in their body with their emotions. And, you know, that's sort of the first step is to learn how to really like come into your body and be with what you're feeling, which is one of the first things we work on in Divine Femme, actually. That's like our first module. But then from there, once you can really connect with your emotions, it's about how do you move the emotional energy? And for me, what this looks like is either when I'm feeling emotional and triggered, something's coming up for me, sitting down with myself, tuning into my body, feeling where in my body I feel the emotion and then letting the emotion move, which might mean using my breath, using sound, using movement, using touch. It might mean letting myself cry. It might mean letting myself talk out what I'm feeling with myself and process it. It might mean punching pillows and raging. It might mean dancing through it. 
But what emotional alchemy does is it allows us to move our emotional energy through our body. When we do that, it releases. When we do that, we gain the insight and the wisdom from the emotion that's present. And when we do that, we lighten ourselves up because that emotional energy actually starts to change form. So something that might feel like sadness and frustration, when you start to move it, it might start to feel like lightness and relief and even some joy or some hope. That energy changes form inside of us through our willingness to feel it. And that's what emotional alchemy does. And I think it is one of the most important practices that a woman can work with. Incredibly important for feminine embodiment work. All right. Number three is dance and embodied movement. And I touched on this at the start. And when I invite women to dance, again, this is like something I would say to take on daily in some shape or form if you can. But when I invite women to work with dance, this isn't so much about like dancing the way you would dance if you were out at a bar, you know, with your friends, for example. This is about dancing and moving in a way that allows you to feel a deep connection with your body that allows you to circulate energy through your body and express how you're feeling through your movement. It is dance and movement that brings you out of your head. So sometimes when we're dancing, and I've noticed this when I've shared this with women, they can get quite self-conscious. They can be in their head thinking about how they look and whether they're getting it right. Dance and embodied movement um, from a feminine embodiment perspective is about closing your eyes feeling the music and letting the music move your body in an intuitive, non-linear way, in whatever way feels good and using it as a way to feel a deeper connection with your body and allow more feminine energy to circulate through you. And we can also use dance and embodied movement um, as a way to express things we're feeling. So you might pick different songs and different playlists, and you might sometimes channel your sensual or sexual energy through your dance. You might channel joy and happiness. You might channel grief and sadness. You know, you might dance with playfulness. We can actually pick different songs and use music and movement to help express and move emotional energy through our body and and embody it more deeply and sometimes this practice looks like me standing and you know dancing standing up with my eyes closed other times I'm you know got my hands and knees on the floor and I'm rolling around and just letting energy move through me so it doesn't always have to look like dancing sometimes it's just this deep embodied movement as a form of expression to feel what you're feeling and let it move through you All right, practice number four is inner child healing. Now, I did a whole episode on inner child healing, episode 123. So if you want to hear my process around that, you can go listen to that episode. But inner child healing is the foundation of the healing modalities that I kind of use. I teach it a lot. We do a lot of it in Divine Femme. It's one of the most powerful practices to integrate parts of yourself that Still, are still carrying some wounding that are carrying old belief systems and old conditioning. And we can really create healing at a root cause level through inner child healing work. 
And I really consider this to be an embodiment practice because when we really work with these deeper parts of ourself, we're working with our subconscious mind, you know, which is stored in our body. So you can do inner child healing work from a level of awareness, you know, like having an awareness of of your inner child and what she's feeling and of that part of yourself. But when you go really deep into it, you will actually feel the activation in your body of what this younger part of yourself is feeling. And what we do is we invite in that younger part of ourself who is carrying a wound, carrying a limited belief, carrying unprocessed emotion, carrying trauma. And through bringing that part of ourselves into our mind's eye, relating to that part of ourselves, creating conversation, giving love to that part of ourself, meeting the needs of that part of ourself, we create deep healing. And I have used inner child healing work countlessly. I use it very, very regularly when I'm wanting to reprogram something on a subconscious level. And so it will often involve, you know, feeling maybe some emotional alchemy, maybe feeling emotion, but also bringing a lot of love and support to certain aspects of ourselves and helping younger parts of ourselves create changes to their belief systems, you know, change and create healing around like deep wounds. So this is a hard one to summarize in a few minutes. So I would listen to episode 123 if you want me to hear it, explain it in more detail. But yeah, it's my go-to one for deep healing work, like for really shifting core wounds on a very deep level. Very, very powerful. Okay, practice number five is mirror work. Again, mirror work is something I've been working with for a really long time. I first came across it through Louise Hay, who teaches a lot about, you know, self-love mirror work. And there's so many different ways we can use um, the, like the mirror when it comes to our practices and our healing work. You know, in my space where I do all my practices, I bought a big full length mirror. Like I have to have a mirror for my practices. So I will sit in front of the mirror with pretty much every practice that I do, whether it's my breast massage and womb massage, my embodied dance, my emotional alchemy, my morning practice, my inner child healing. I do it all in front of the mirror. And what mirror work allows us to do is connect so deeply with ourselves, to connect with our reflection, to witness ourselves, to hold space for ourselves and to really like take ourselves in, to really look at ourselves. So in Divine Femme, we actually do a a self-love mirror work practice. And one of the places I invite people to start is is just with being able to sit in front of the mirror and hold your own gaze to hold your reflection, to look into your own eyes. And there's something incredibly powerful that happens when we do that. We really start to see deep into ourselves. We see deep into our soul. And it creates this beautiful sense of deep self-connection. And from there, there's a lot of additional things I invite women to do. You can, you know, speak to yourself. You can repeat affirmations. You can apologize to yourself for any place that you've been being hard on yourself and being unkind. You can go through some body massage and witness your body in the mirror, really take your body in. You can dance in front of the mirror with clothes on, with clothes off. You can, you know, talk out loud and process things. There's so much we can do with the mirror. But if you're relatively new to mirror work, I would just invite you to practice 
looking into your own eyes, holding your gaze for several minutes and really noticing what you feel and what comes up. I think mirror work is one of the the most powerful self-love practices. It builds self-confidence, it builds self-connection, and it really heals your relationship with yourself. So I use it daily. (laughs) And anytime I'm feeling something, I sit down in front of the mirror and I just like talk it out with myself. And yeah, it allows you to really hold space for yourself as well. All right, number six is womb meditation. And I know for me, for years, I never saw the power of connecting with my womb. I never understood the power of it. Um, I would hear feminine teachers talk about connecting with the womb. And it wasn't a part of my body I ever really felt a connection with or felt that I needed to build a connection with. But it was when I was doing my Tantra training last year that our teacher really started to help us descend our awareness deeper down into our pelvis and our womb space and anchor into that part of our body consistently. And I started to build this relationship with my womb and build this relationship with like the space of my my pelvis, my root, right? Where, where really so much of our feminine energy comes from, right? It's really where we can build a lot of feminine energy, you know, in our womb, in our yoni, we circulate pleasure, we circulate power, we circulate creative energy. The womb space is this portal of death and rebirth. It's really a doorway into the dark feminine. And when we can start to bring our awareness down into our womb and start to meditate on that space, listen to that part of our body, talk to that part of our body, And build a relationship with our menstrual cycle by attuning to our womb. We really start to anchor in. Like this is what I've noticed. As I've descended deeper into my womb, I've anchored into such deeper levels of power as like a woman. Confidence, worthiness, strength, grounding. So this is an incredible part of our body that no one really teaches us to deeply connect with. And it's something I'm very passionate about teaching women to connect with. And so as a starting point, you can just begin, you know, putting your hands over your womb and just bringing your awareness down to that space and maybe visualizing your womb space. Even if you no longer bleed or no longer have your womb, you can still do this because it's still an energetic space and hold your awareness on your womb and just tune into the energy there. Notice what you feel, notice what you can sense, notice what you, you maybe hear whether it speaks to you and just start to build that connection of putting your hands on your womb space and breathing into that space and listening. Um, That's a beautiful starting point, but yeah, we can go a lot deeper. You know, I do, I do womb healing work um, because the womb is this, this empty space and it holds a lot of old energy, the energy of past lovers, the energy of past relationships, the energy of past traumas we've experienced around pregnancy, birth, loss of pregnancy, different things like that. So we can do a lot of healing work around our womb through connecting with it. It's incredibly important. And it's a a deep portal into our feminine power and creative energy as a woman. All right, our final two. Number seven is breast massage. And I would even say body massage as well. This is really about getting a beautiful body oil. So you can use coconut oil or you might get a nice scented oil. I love to use like a rose oil and to, you know, take off your top. And, and I like to do this in front of the mirror and just rub some beautiful oil on your hands. So begin with just holding your hands over your breasts and just connecting with your breasts, 
These are a deeply feminine part of your body. They are an extension of your heart energy. They really govern the space of the heart. And when we work, when we work with breast massage, we're really softening and opening into our hearts. I find breast massage so beautiful for awakening that really soft feminine energy, for opening, for um, releasing the armor we're carrying over the heart that so many women carry, the shielding, the self-protection. So we can use massage to really, um, you know, massage into the tension we're holding in our chest or around our breasts initially. Uh, You can do this very intuitively. You can cup your breasts. You can massage them. You can go in different directions. You can really just intuitively massage in to connect with this part of your body. But I also, I have a guided practice that I teach in Divine Femme because, you know, there's a, a guided way we can go through it as well. Um, which helps kind of move the energy in certain ways. But just as a starting point, just actually spend some time massaging your breasts, connecting with them, giving them attention, sending them love, and really using massage to soften and open the heart space. It's so beautiful for that. And then with body massage as well, I love to use body massage as a form of self-love. So sometimes I'll start with my breasts and my chest and my heart, and then I'll bring the massage down over the rest of my body. And it's so beautiful for us as women, you know, to massage our belly and our hips and our, and our bum and our thighs and all the places that we sometimes feel a bit triggered around, or we have a bit of judgment around and, you know, massage your body, send love, send gratitude, appreciate these parts of your body as you touch them. And I find using body massage is very healing for our relationship with our body. It allows us to connect with our body and see it less as this object that is separate to us and more as our home. It allows us to really land into our body and occupy our body and feel one with her. So, yeah, I love to like massage, you know, massage from your toes to your head, like cover your whole body in beautiful oil, massage your body, send love, send appreciation, send gratitude and bring forgiveness, you know, uh, to yourself and to the parts of your body that you tend to judge. Apologize to these parts of your body for how you speak to them and treat them. That's something we do in our self-love body massage practice in Divine Femme too. But I, yeah, I really loved, I use body massage regularly as well. Um, It's so softening and it really brings us out of our head and into our bodies. And then my final practice for you is cyclical living and tracking your cycle. So as I mentioned at the start, women, we have a 28-day cycle. We are not on the 24-hour cycle like men are. We don't reset every day. We reset every 28 days. And if you're not a woman that tracks her menstrual cycle through an app, I would highly recommend that you do it to become aware of your menstrual cycle. Um, If you no longer bleed, if you no longer have your period, you can actually still follow your cyclical nature by following the moon because the moon also has a 28-day cycle. And it's a very similar cycle to our menstrual cycle. So the reason tracking our cycle is so important is because we move through four distinct phases over our 28 days or roughly 28 days, depending how long your cycle is. It's different for all of us. But in each one of these phases or seasons, we are completely different hormonally. We need different things. We feel different things. 
And what tracking our cycle allows us to do is deeply support ourselves as a woman with our cyclical nature, with the different seasons we're constantly moving through energetically and emotionally in our bodies and hormonally, right? And it helps us understand ourselves more deeply. It helps us take care of ourselves more deeply. So we have the time that we're on our bleed, let's say roughly seven days for our bleed. That's our inner winter. Then we move into our inner spring, which is the seven days afterwards leading up to ovulation. And this is when our energy is starting to build. We have our inner summer, which is our ovulation window. We're saying roughly seven days, not not completely. And that's really when we're the most energized and outward and productive. And then we have our inner autumn or fall, which is the last seven days before we're moving into our bleed, where we're really winding down and going more internal. And in each four phases and seasons of these cycle cycles, um, we really do need different things. And so when you really start to track and understand your cycle, you'll be able to really make sense of what you're feeling at different times. You'll know exactly how to support yourself with what's coming up. And you'll know how to communicate to people in your life what it is that you need. And you'll feel really connected to your cyclical nature as a woman, right? Because our society doesn't teach us to be cyclical, but we are. And we want to know how to really support that part of ourselves. So these are the eight practices that I swear by, that I love, that I use so consistently. There's so many more that I use and that I teach, but these are the ones that if you were to take any on, these are the ones that I would recommend. As I've been mentioning in Divine Femme, I go into all of these. I teach all of these. I think we have at the moment over 25 different healing practices, embodiment practices, and meditations that I include in Divine Femme. Um, I really teach you all the practices that I know and use and I keep adding more in because um, Divine Femme is really about like doing the embodiment work. So you learn all of that in Divine Femme. Uh, And, you know, what I would really say just as as a finishing point with this is that feminine embodiment work is really healing for our relationship with our bodies because it allows us to create a deep connection with our body. And I know for me personally, feminine embodiment work really healed my relationship with my body. I had a terrible relationship with my body for many years. And it was because I saw my body as this object to control. I saw it as this thing that was almost separate to me. I would look at it from my head at my body and I would judge it and I would want to fix it and I would want to control it. And it was because I had this separation between me and my body. I was in my head looking at my body. And what feminine embodiment work does is it allows you to get out of your head and into your body. So you start to inhabit your body. You start to become one with your body. You start to feel at home in your body. And when you do that, your whole relationship with your body totally changes. You know, when I was in my head looking at my body as this object, it was this source of suffering for me, right? When my body was separate to me. When I learned how to really come into my body and inhabit it and come home to my body, it started to become this source of pleasure for me. It became the source of my nourishment, my aliveness. It became my home. It became my safe place to return to. That's what our body can start to be for us. That's what we want our body to be for us as women, right? Otherwise, we're in this torturous relationship with it 
constantly trying to fix and change and improve it versus actually learning how to feel our body, how to feel the pleasure of it, the joy of it, how to feel love for it, how to feel connected to it, how to see it as this incredible vehicle that we get to experience life through. That's what feminine embodiment work really does. And that's another reason I'm so deeply passionate about teaching it to women. So I hope this has given you a lot of starting steps. I hope it's been really inspiring for you and and supportive for you. And as I've been mentioning, if you do want to come deeper into this journey of feminine embodiment, enrollments are now open for Divine Femme. And I would absolutely love to share that journey with you. If you're feeling the pull to this program, please trust it, my love. Please trust yourself. Please trust your body. And if you want to take a first step into just understanding, you know, feminine living, feminine embodiment a little bit more, come along to my free training that is coming up, The Art of Feminine Living. You can come and secure your spot via the link in the show notes. All right, my loves, I hope you have enjoyed this episode. It's been so nice to bring it to you. If you did love it, you can pass it on to a friend. You can share it to your stories and tag me and make sure you are subscribed to Awaken Radio so that you never miss an episode when they come out. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. And if you love this show, come and leave me a rating and a review on iTunes or Spotify so that this show can get in the hands of more people. Thank you so much for being tuned in today, my love, and I look forward to talking to you again next time.